Hey everybody, and welcome to Rabbit Zomblings, Podcast 195. I got sort of a late Christmas present from an anonymous donator, so this time I have Massive Chalice to talk about, which is an XCOM-style game by Double Fine. It's not actually released yet, this is in what they're calling early entry, but I will talk about what there is so far, and hopefully you'll enjoy the show. Massive Chalice is a turn-based and resource management game similar to the style of the recent XCOM. It is different in that it is fantasy-based, set in basically a completely different world than ours. All of the classes, while familiar in terms of what their role is, are named pretty different names and have somewhat different abilities. The three main classes are Caberjack, which is a melee character, and they have kind of a small log that they kind of ram people with. The one which has a familiar name is Hunter. Though they don't use a bow, they use a sort of heavy shoulder-mounted crossbow. And the one which is most different from games I typically play is called Alchemist. And they're sort of a, I guess you could say light to medium melee character, but their main thing is sort of a grenade-type attack. It's pretty limited. They only have five, but it does sort of an AE attack, so they're kind of a combination of sort of a grenadier character and sort of a, I guess you could say, light melee kind of fighter. The music is pretty cool. You can get the game for, I think it was on sale for about 20-something, and then the soundtrack was like five. So it's not a not a big budget average price kind of game. It's sort of a more independent, sort of lower priced game. Like I said, this is early access, so it isn't actually released yet. So there are many features which aren't implemented yet or aren't quite working yet. The sound is pretty good. The music is pretty good. There aren't a whole lot of tracks in the soundtrack. And I don't think I've heard anything in-game that wasn't on the soundtrack. I haven't gone through and actually listened to all of the soundtrack yet. I just kind of got a little preview of it. But the music is pretty good. It goes along with what is going on in the game. So depending on where you are and what you're doing, it'll kind of change accordingly. The art style is quite different than most games. The only way I could think to describe it is sort of a... I guess you could say probably circa 1970s. And I don't know if there's a specific term for it, but it's sort of like art you'd see by fashion people who are doing sort of sample art. It's kind of stylized. There are some important details, but nothing is, I guess you could say, super realistic and there aren't any sort of extreme details. You get the general gist of what the character looks like and what class they are, and it's all very distinct. And when you're on the combat map, it's actually very easy to tell what is what. You know, you you don't get visually confused by stuff. So 
I actually kind of like the art style, but it is quite different than, I suppose, pretty much any other game out there. There are basically two phases to the game. One phase is a turn-based style combat, and the other phase is sort of a resource management phase. The map and the resource management has the same kind of lands and the same regions every game. It's kind of a, a fixed map, and it's divided up into, I guess you could call them zones. There's sort of an inner zone and an outer zone. And the outer zone, since it will be attacked first, has various bonuses, and the bonuses appear to be randomly generated each game. Though there do seem to be a kind of small number so far. That's probably due to the early entry nature, though. So every once in a while, two lands will be attacked at the same time, and you have to figure out which land you want to defend And the land which you don't choose will lose one point. Each land has three points before it's completely lost. And if you succeed, it doesn't gain a strike against it. But if you fail, the land you try to defend will also gain a strike against it. So there's quite a bit of strategy in terms of where you want to build stuff up and where you want to place them in the land. You can only basically be doing one resource type thing at a time. And there are several different categories you can do. You can build a building, and there are three different types of buildings, and they all do different things. Or you can do other things like research technology or research armor for your various character types. So it's got a lot of selection, and as you get into the game, more opportunities will unlock, and so it becomes this real challenge about which way you're going to sort of develop your, I guess you could say, base and what resources go where. Part of that, which is really kind of interesting and a a very different spin on other games that I've seen, is that the heroes themselves are both your soldiers and a resource. And the way that works is they have a standard birth-to-death cycle, and the game takes place, I believe it's over something like 300 years. So a chunk of time will pass sometimes, 10, 15, even 20 years when sort of nothing happens. As your characters fight in combat, they will gain experience and they will go up in level and they'll get new abilities. And so as part of the resource for your people, when you build a keep, you can marry two people and those two people will produce children and those children will have the experience of the parents. So you become quite conflicted as to whether you want to keep your experienced soldiers for fighting out in the field, or do you want to make them parents and then you have soldiers, you know, 15 years in the future who are, you know, that type and that level. Also, you can retire characters in either the Crucible or I forget what the other one is. I I think it's a Sage's Guild. And the Crucible is sort of a trainer who trains all of the people. And all the people, as I I kind of mentioned, is between birth and 15 years old, they will sort of train up and they can't fight yet. So they're influenced by the parents and they're influenced by whoever you have in the crucible. And so that's another resource. Usually that's something I pick for somebody who's really old and very experienced or somebody who's maybe infertile and can't have children. I think they're a really good choice for the crucible. And with the Sages Guild, the Sages Guild will reduce your research time, which is what they're calling basically everything. So building a new building, 
researching, technology, all of that will be influenced by the Sages Guild. And again, anybody you put in the Sages Guild will be out of combat and not able to fight anymore. Another kind of cool thing is that as your soldiers die, since there is permadeath for the soldiers, if they were experienced, there is a fairly high chance that the item they were using will become sort of a special enhanced item. You will then get a choice of people in what is called their bloodline, and that is basically their immediate family, who you can pass that item on to. That becomes kind of tricky, because even though there's a high chance of them being the same class, sometimes you might not have anyone else in the family who's fighting, or you might have, you know, their next of kin is somebody who's really old, and so they're just going to die of old age very soon. So it's a very cool way to sort of get upgrades and keep the upgrades within that family. And again, as I said, you know, the bloodline can die out. So you do want to be very careful. Again, the resource aspect of the family system, you want to make sure that you have people for that family to marry into. So there's a lot of very cool tactical combat. I have been missing that since XCOM kind of just stopped getting content. Firaxis really dropped the ball on that one, I think. It's been years and years since XCOM came out. They've only had one expansion. I was really expecting way more content from them. They just haven't put it out. I don't know if Double Fine will sort of take up that mantle and if Massive Chalice will be something that's regularly updated or gets, you know, way, way, way more content before release or something. It's really kind of too early to tell. But I've played probably about eight hours so far, of which that's probably four to six games. It's a combination of I'm not very good yet, and there are a few game-breaking bugs which kind of stop your progress. The biggest one I have right now is you'll go into a mission, and the mission basically won't load. It'll just be a black screen. Apparently they're aware of the issue and know what's going on, and they'll have a fix out very soon. But until that happens, you know, that's kind of a total random shot. I've had games last only 15 minutes before that happened. Whereas I've had other games that lasted, like, I think one was about it a little over an hour before it happened. But I would say if you liked the new XCOM, you should definitely check it out. You might want to pick it up, or you might want to wait until they actually launch. But I think it's definitely worth looking at if you are into turn-based strategy slash resource management games. Still not much for news. Same as last week. Dying Light is due out in a few weeks. Super exciting. Have that to talk about when it comes out. Maybe not right away, because I don't know how much time I'll have to play with it before I need to record. I think I'll only have a single window of few hours, so I probably won't have to say much right after it comes out, but probably the week after that I'll have quite a bit to talk about. But that's it for the news. 
I reflect on my reflection and I ask myself the question what's the right direction to go I don't know So that's all I have for this rabbit ramblings no donations other than massive chalice no patreons as far as I know of so that's it. There's no new news about my sad unemployment stuff. I haven't gotten any news from them on how to try to extend it. I will have my last paycheck by the time you hear this podcast. So if I don't pick up any kind of income quickly, the money I have will run out fairly soon. But um, I'm hoping that uh, my tax return will come pretty quickly. I think that's due pretty soon that we can you know, fill that out and then get some income from that, I hope. But as I said before, you know, I'll keep people posted on all the sad things and and what is what with that. But that's it for this time. Hopefully, I'll see everybody next time. Okay, thanks, bye. have any new jobs for you. Your eagerness, however, has been noted. You have been listening to Rabbit's Ramblings. If you would like to see the show notes or feed the bunny by sending a donation, you can find the show website at www.rabbit.com slash podcast slash rabbit's ramblings dot html. When you type Rabbit's Ramblings, don't use the space. If you would like to send me an email, you can do so at rabbit at rabbit.com. If you like my page, you can also post on Facebook at rabbit.com. You can follow me on YouTube at rabbitdot.com. I have a page on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash rabbit. R-A-B-B number one T. You can set up a monthly recurring subscription there at a price point of your choice. Be sure to put the number one in place of I anytime you type rabbit. Rabbit's Ramblings is copyright 2014 and is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike license.